10 seconds to fire it. I mean, right? I like it. Right, Adam? Oh, well, right. I jumped the gun already. No, jump no, the no. gun, Tyler. Um, It is a very special episode uh, <laughs> or volume. I still don't know what to call it uh, uh, of uh, this weekly uh, entrant. Never mind. It's it's you're welcome to picking favorites again this week. And it's a very special episode. We have my friend and uh, recent co-star in uh, in our new CBS pilot, The Untitled. Untitled. Dan, it's we don't untitled. know what's going It's the untitled. But everybody, please put your uh, hands together and welcome Adam Brody, please. Adam Brody. You don't Thank have to you. clap for yourself. Thank you. But, yeah. I did. There's not enough people here. I know. I know. I'm trying to. We're just going to overlay. Seat, yeah. seat fillers here. <laughs> just going to repeat that. Yeah. Kentucky and Zach have left a big gaping hole in our the fabric of our show. Yeah. We usually have Zach Levi here yeah. and our friend Dave Coleman, otherwise known as Kentucky, affectionately referred to as Kentucky because he's a fucking redneck. Because he's from Kentucky. <laughs> um, so yeah, Adam, you're uh, you're here with us today. Uh, uh-huh. We just finished our ch- uh, a pilot, the untitled Dan O'Shannon, Peter Warren pilot. Which is not right. very catchy, right? Uh, which it's is not testing well. Not testing well. The title. The, the title. Show the show is, is through the goddamn. It's not room. testing well. That's an interesting title. Right. It's, uh, it's about uh, yeah. people who don't test well. Mm-hmm. That's a good show idea. It's actually. not testing well. Yeah, it's not. It's not <laughs> testing well. The show about a, the show coming that's straight not to, testing well. Yeah. Coming straight to Netflix about um, failed pilots. Um, Adam and I, we we have known each other for a while. We met through Brett Harrison. Yeah, uh, and you the, were on Reaper, mm-hmm. and he was on Reaper, mm-hmm. and I was passing through Vancouver for I don't remember why. For a for a drug, for yeah. some, you did this. I, 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 think, <laughs> I think you were smoking weed. I think you were. But passing I, would I make a trip all the way to Vancouver for that? <laughs> a lot of people do. You'd be surprised how many people would come to Vancouver just, just to smoke, to smoke the ganj. Uh, but yeah, we met years ago, uh, and then uh, had the opportunity recently to work together, and it was a ball. I got to say, I had a really good time. Yeah, man, thanks. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me and too. I, I hope we get to do it for a it, long. It was long time. Uh, it was a half hour CBS show, which really means like a twenty two minute show. Mm. So I think we worked together for like five minutes. Um, oh, if we're lucky, and it, was, we were... uh, and it was great. And it yeah. was great. I'd like to do more. It goes fast, and these like four camera setups. You know, you never. Uh, there's no like, and we're turning around, and now we're going for the close-up. This will be a master. It's just like you're moving on. You already did it. Yeah. Before, as soon as you start settling in, thinking, okay, when I get my coverage, I'll really. It's good. I'm gonna nail this. Like, no, I like that. There's something I like about the loose, like not knowing it that well yet. Yeah. But it's rolling. I feel like that really contributes to the fun. Like I was saying, like yeah, you, yeah, I feel yeah. like you don't have to. Uh, and I quote you. I think you don't have to watch grips. Uh, uh, move load shit. in and load out <laughs> yeah. and move shit all day. You just kind of get well, into it. It's like yeah. people. I mean, a lot of people shit on the multicam and you know the sitcom. But my but my uh, my friend Brent, uh, he's on Undateable, and I went to a few of their tapings. And it's there's something fun and like almost like play like about it. Yeah, it's like you know yeah. you're you're yeah. on a stage and you run through yeah. the scene and you can do it multiple times and yeah. add and yeah. you know and it's yeah. definitely. Uh, I think that I yeah. think it's fun. I think well, it's it was a great it idea. was uh, ironically our friend Brett, our mutual friend, who mm-hmm. got me excited about it um, because he just did another three camera pilot with with P yeah, with Pam Fryman, our director, <coughs> and he was talking about how you know it's just you're just acting and it's the writing and not that there's not direction and not that there's not camera work, but it's yeah. not that's not really the main focus. Not it's just if you're there at all, you're acting or you're not there. And 
that's when I, you know, then said to Tyler that, yeah, I think, you know, I, I love cinematography. I love a gorgeous shot, but not so much me being there on the day. I like it Watching when I see it on the screen. Watching one constructed is not very much fun. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. So as an actor, I actually think, great. I also really like the idea that like, and this is true certainly of being on set most of the time, you have to kind of get up and stay up all day. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be up and down, up and down. And so you're you're right. When you are there and you're on the stage or we were shooting a lot of stuff on the on the like the back lot or like New York Street mm-hmm. or whatever, you just go there and fuck around. Like yeah. you just stay in the mode the whole time yeah, and yeah, just yeah. dick yeah. around and we yeah, were just yeah, yeah, cracking yeah. each other yeah. up. And they were rolling sometimes, and yeah. sometimes yeah. they weren't, yeah. and we were just yeah. like, "You get to be on and just yeah. have fun." And no, there's, I like, mean, there's a real performance yeah. sort of bug that, it, or like a like a itch that really gets scratched. Yeah. I think. No, there's if it's a complicated scene or there's a lot of people in it on a single camera thing, particularly a film when they're taking mm-hmm. a long time, and like. 12 hours later, you're still in the scene. It's coming around. You're like, I'm a different person. I'm a different person. I've gone to sleep. I've woken up. I've eaten two meals. I've hopefully taken a shit. No, I don't really on set. No. Um, And Tight. Yeah. He's tight down there. Yeah. I got it. Really? No, I'm (laughs) good. He keeps things locked. He keeps things on lock. I'm super regular at home. Yeah. And abroad, it takes me a while. It's a good thing we share a trailer because then I can poop vicariously for both of us. Uh You You can listen in. Make you can, full you can, use uh, of that. You can probably yeah, smell a little bit through those paper thin walls. It's good. I often tend to take showers in those rooms too. Long, luxurious, luxurious showers. There's not a shower. Yeah, there there are these ones. There yeah, was, there, was there was a shower in there. No. Oh yeah. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, there was a shower, but you wouldn't want to use it. It was pretty, pretty gunge. Because because of the quality of water that comes out, or just the it's the encasing. Just, it's the encasing. It's yeah, like yeah. it's it, it's basically by this point. Yeah. Made out of black mold. I mean, we yeah, we yeah, literally yeah. you're you're bathing in a black yeah. mold encasement. All right, I'm yeah. all right with that. I just want the water to be clean. That's fine. Yeah. Well, the water's are right. <laughs> and the water. The water certainly wouldn't agitate any yeah, of that yeah. black right. mold or reinvigorate any of the, <laughs> the spores there. Okay, uh, so Tyler, yeah, let's uh, let's let's get into our first topic. Right? Uh, yes, and remind me in, uh, after we get through our first topic, Adam. We 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 love to let our guests on the show take this opportunity to. Uh, Plug anything that you feel like plugging. You, we'll give you a good, solid couple minutes, oh. and you can just talk about oh. yourself ad nauseum. You, oh, you mean plug my own products? What yes. anything you want? <laughs> yes. you or other hair products? Can, I like anything <laughs> you like. Anything you like okay. that you, you want to talk you about? Want. If you're right, a fan you of get Barbie, a special right. moment. Okay. Okay. So today we got a couple really good. Uh, uh, I think uh, good topics. A couple of them so. are a little a little uh, more obscure, which I, I always uh, find that we have more fun with. So um, I have here. Uh, the first topic, if I can get to it, is uh, favorite comic book. And this one was kind of uh, in honor of Adam because he's a comic book nerd. Uh, comic book to – Former, former. Former. Uh, recovering. <laughs> he's a recovering comic book nerd. By the way, that's a term of endearment around here. That, yeah, does, that, I, is, not, that is not a slam by any – My name is form. Adam and I'm a comicaholic. Yeah. We <laughs> no, have, it's yeah, in my yeah, team. Meetings I'm a, are at the church. I'm a dry drunk. I'm just like, you know, like <laughs> – Good man. <laughs> the, the twelve-page program. Uh, so the first, the first uh, topic is favorite comic book that has been uh, adapted into a movie or a TV show. I know that's pretty. Broad. Do you mean? Do you mean the final product versus like the final? You, you, the way you phrase it now made it seem like favorite actual comic that then got butchered by Hollywood. Oh, okay. No, no. Or you mean you mean final? But you that is a subgenre. I you was. Like. I. I mean, we can do both. I was under the impression it was uh, favorite. Movie, TV show, based on, based on. A comic. I, that's what I as I was. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant. But it could be interpreted okay. like be a fa- favorite comic book that got ruined by, <laughs> yeah. by Hollywood. Because okay. I mean, yeah. honestly, they're probably there's okay. usually they're not more that, of those. They're not that <laughs> far between. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Adam, the guest on the show always goes first. Yeah. So you, you laid on us what okay. you're and, you, right. and you can flip flop it. You can yeah. go both if you want. That'd be yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Well, I don't. I don't even know the first. You know, as to that one, I, nothing even totally springs to mind. Uh, but um, I will say, I haven't loved a comic book movie in years, and the one that's always going to speak to me the most is Tim Burton's Batman. Oh, and, and well, there goes yeah, yeah. It's an obvious one. It's an obvious one, and I think it. I think it. Um, I still remember seeing like going to the bathroom, and it was 1990, 89. I was ten years old. Going to the bathroom in the Los Angeles Times calendar section was like on the top of the mm. the toilet in my parents' bedroom, and just the black suit, and um, literally taking my breath away. And uh, uh, I just think a couple things. I mean, I think first of all, I think mainly Tim Burton. I just mm-hmm, think yeah. like he's for my money one of the great American artists in any medium of the last 50. You know, I mean Absolutely. it's one of our greats Hands and down. no one no auteur <clears throat> has been given the reins. I mean, no disrespect to Christopher Nolan who I get excited for his no, movies. Great. But this is like having Martin Scorsese or Quentin Tarantino yeah. direct a comic book movie mm-hmm. and to ha- and at the height of his powers. You know? The visual oh, yeah. range and reach of a guy like Tim Burton creating – literally creating a brand new environment to sort oh, of – created Gotham. Yeah, created I mean, a brand new environment to, like to sort of plug that story Made him into. black. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, for all the credit mm-hmm. Nolan gets for kind of taking it forward <laughs> and making it dark, yeah. to me like oh, man. that was a great leap forward in oh, Batman. Yeah. Like, and like, it was still a comic book. You know what I mean? It was still like – other, his, oh, his yeah. sort of Danny Elfman, oh, I <laughs> yeah. love it. And then you've got, you know, the King of the Wicker people. You've got the <laughs> what? King That's of the a line from uh, yeah. What do you think this one's called? King, King of, the, of the Wicker oh, people. Yeah. Well, well, okay. Which brings me to it's big. Having sort of revisited it after not so for many years yeah. recently. It's biggest flaws. Robert Wall. He's in it <laughs> way too much, yeah. and it's it's. That's a sacrifice because you know they kept not only the Batman character mysterious yeah. to you as the you know the, um, the main viewer, but even Bruce Wayne is mysterious. You don't really you're not seeing it through either of their eyes at first, yeah. and so as a result, you're Vicky Vale and you're Robert Wall, and there's just too much of that guy. Oh, that's the good. only stuff to me that can just go he's like a goof. whole hog. He's a goof, but he, it's like here's I, the deal. No, he's, he's in it a lot. Yeah, he's yeah, the, he's fine. He can have like. Yeah. T- 10 lines in it but like right. I need him out of there he's a he's supposed to be the Gotham Gazette or whatever the name of the newspaper is can I get a grant <laughs> yeah he, uh, oh yeah and Alfred uh, give, give Knox a grant yeah, yeah. he's Knox supposed to be like the best reporter apparently for the newspaper Bruce Fane. Yeah. well yes exactly he's, he's uh, he uh, he's the best reporter for the biggest newspaper in the biggest city of the world or in the United world. States yeah, yeah. in that world and he doesn't know what Bruce Wayne looks like because in that in that little museum scene, he's like, "I'm sorry, who are you?" Yeah. And Bruce had to introduce himself as Bruce Wayne to this reporter, and then he has a mugging contest by himself, know. which he wins. Yeah, right behind uh, Michael Keaton's know, like, shoulder. Th- this reporter should know what like Bill Gates looks like. He's this is why I love Brass. He always gets into yeah, the real yeah, sort of the real, yeah, minutia. Yeah, I, just, I mean, that's that's. Yeah. I mean, it, it's arguably one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, but uh, also, just talking about uh, uh, Tim Burton as a like yeah. a real visionary. I always throw him in the same sort of category as like a Terry Gilliam, uh, people who are really using practical effects and making yeah, making yeah. things from sheer ingenuity instead of like you know well, that's that's that, to me that's one of his downfalls of this century if it is like not practical effects yeah. yeah and a lot of I could name a few handful of other directors I think in the same way yeah where I miss like them imposing their style on the real world yeah. or like melding the two versus <clears throat> yeah. to, to me there's something antiseptic about when you even like I love Wes Anderson but even his stuff now I love it but 
I don't like when he can control every pixel and every right. single like, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's color like correct it to death and into oblivion, and it's yeah. like it looks too perfect. I, 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 I want you to do it in the real world. I love it. I like Tim Burton and Wes Anderson. They're the same to me. Like in that sense, where it's like they almost have too much control now. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. want them to get some notes because. They're becoming parodies of themselves yeah. almost like Johnny Depp. Like, yeah, Johnny he's, Depp he's along become, for the ride, by the way. Like, Johnny what, Depp, what he's, he's come for, like, I love him to death, but he's become <clears throat> Johnny Depp. Like, every movie, he's got a weird sport coat and a weird hat and some, you know, colored contacts. And he's becoming a caricature of himself <clears throat> until you watch that trailer for that Black Whitey Bulger. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, holy yeah, shit, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is he doing the Whitey Bulger movie? Yes. Oh, my. Is he playing Whitey Bulger? Yeah, yeah. He's got crazy blue eyes that look insane, but like, Man, like, it's cool. It's good. I'm good, on board. I, with I haven't again. seen yeah, him yeah. try to be like a human being, albeit yeah, a, I don't an know ice how cold human, killer. I don't human know how being, human this yeah. is. Yeah. But, you know, for a guy who's like, I think from LA and like Cherokee and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, James Dean, he plays a pretty convincing, he's got a nice convincing accent, yeah. or at least yeah. I'm going to go with it. Well, and yeah. he's, at least he's just, he's not the Mad Hatter and he's yeah. not tr- uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah. And he's, you know, like, and he I'm, looks like I mean. he could flip. Like he, could he looks get insane. Nuts I mean, he looks insane movie. in a scary way, which yeah. he normally doesn't come off as scary. No. So yeah, this is yeah, that's cool. Um, finishing up on Batman. Yeah, I, I might have yeah. said everything. Yeah. I, well, and then you've got you know we got another question and uh, um about you know Jack Nicholson later, and I just think like, you know, that's as good an actor as there's ever been, and there's great actors in comic book movies now too, and Heath Ledger's amazing, and Christian Bale's amazing, but like having Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson together, oh, man. you know, ah. I don't know. It doesn't get. It's hard to. Who could you? Yeah, you can't really pick now. That. It's no. like, all right, how about how about Daniel Day Lewis and Joaquin Phoenix like together in a comic book? Movie? Like, uh, I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Um, Playing um, each other. <laughs> yeah, because right. that's how right. They're right. Yeah. Um, so, but but mostly, I mean, I love the character. I just I love Danny Elfman, <clears> but I think the sheer fact that you've got Tim Burton at the height of his powers. You know, doing what using he wants to good. do, using it for good with that. I think it was like a more of a leap forward to me still than the new ones, which I do like. I, they're they're flawed, and so is this Batman to me. I mean, honestly, for a guy who grew up loving comic books and and still having an affinity for them, you know, I I see you know the Daredevil. I'm like, shit, I should mm-hmm. binge Daredevil. That sounds cool. And then I watch three, and I'm like, I don't know. Is it because yeah. I'm not 15, or is it? Because I don't, you yeah, know, have chicken I, or the is egg, this, right? Like, did yeah. you lose interest, or did, or did the I, industry just sort of, yeah, you know, lose yeah, its yeah, way, yeah. You know? yeah. I like to, th- you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. But anyway, so that's 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 my fave, and uh, I think it's hard yeah. to touch. Do you have Snap. a favorite? Uh, favorite butcher? Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite butcher? Uh, do you have a favorite? Um, now, which one? Uh, without throwing people under the bus, which favorite comic book do you have that got, that, that got murdered? Butchered. Yeah, I mean, we all to, have one um, at least in our repertoire. There, I don't. We, before taking too much like true crickets yeah. airtime to think of it, because I know there's one I'm thinking of that like was so different. Anyway, all right, putting that aside, I can't think of it right now. But um, I will just a quick shout out to it's. I haven't seen it in in a good decade. Sure, it's not good. I actually think the Ben Affleck Daredevil is like unfairly maligned. And as far as comic book movies go, and half of them suck, yeah. I think it's in the better half. And I think it became this punchline that, that is repeated now. <laughs> it was a hit at the time. Yeah. People liked it. It spawned Electra. Like it's yeah. not terrible. It's not, yeah, and exactly. Granted, I'm sure it sucks now if you watch it now, but I mean, it just become this kind <clears throat> of, you know, uh, 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 
hallmark yeah. of, of like shit. shit. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I think like no, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. I think every it was other a comic book movie. It was such a hallmark of shit that I, yeah. a lot of people would never. I never even attempted it. I never even yeah, came yeah. to watch any I, of those. I don't think now it would hold up whatsoever. But I swear at the time it wasn't half bad. Yeah, yeah I'll agree. It was an entertaining comic book movie for what it was. And, I mean, like and true enough to the character. To the yeah yeah. I'll agree there. I, but I'll think of uh, yeah. one that I think was butchered. Sure. Um, okay, me next. Uh, yes, Raz. You so go. obviously, <laughs> Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, Great. as far as movies go. Um, and I guess you know, we're all about the same I, age, which is yeah, also like yeah, 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 it's a pivotal yeah. time. I, I mean, you know? my that friend, meant a lot to me. The soundtrack, everything, thing, everything. I quote, man, like, I quote that movie. <laughs> So much. Like, I quote, <laughs> my friends and I will say, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts, yeah, at yeah. least eight times a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just give Knox a grant. I, I'll He's t- not being hyperbolic when I, like this guy. Like, <laughs> so I'll leave when I'm— this kind of life. Like, when I leave parties or whatever and I'm saying goodbyes, I'll be like, give Knox a grant. You know, yeah. just dumb shit. So Batman there, uh, if we're going movies. Um, but aside from—so for TV shows, let's go comic book to TV shows— also in that regards, Batman the Animated Series, in my opinion, is oh, the I loved best incarnation of Batman or of a comic book there. Um, so I'm going to say Batman the wow, Animated I Series. Wow, I love that. TV that show. cartoon got a ton of heat. Yeah, people really uh, dug that one. Also, yeah. the, yeah. Side, but. the current Flash TV show is really good. Oh, um, funny. That's a little tie into. Oh, yeah. I love that show. Uh, but if we're going to go with um, comic book movies that did uh, real quick, also, because I can talk about comic book movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The Kingsman Secret Service is That's amazing, yeah. dude. Oh, is it good? It's so good. And I just read yesterday that they're working on making a sequel to it, and it's based off of a graphic novel. So if you haven't seen The Kingsman, go see it because that movie's just amazing. By the way, I'm starting to read uh, Saga now oh. you know, based on your recommendation. Yeah, yeah it's so really good. great so far. Um, but if we're going to talk about comic books that were turned into movies uh, that were horrible, I'm going to have to say Cowboys vs. Aliens. Oh, shit. I didn't right, even go, right, I didn't right, even, right, right, I didn't right. go near that one. Because yeah. that, that movie was pretty bad. You can always... <clears throat> But yeah. I love the idea. I love the title. I mean, yeah. granted, I, sh- I, sh- I never read that graphic novel, so it could have been very. When I saw that preview, it's a totally impartial. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not yeah. really in the graphic novel yeah. comic book yeah. world. But when I saw that, I was like, it's about fucking time. Yeah, I that's love awesome. I, cowboys I, I and did aliens. Too. Yeah, I did you know, too. Like, I was like, that's a no brainer. I love, yeah, I like cowboys and aliens, man. I like great. both of those things. I like but, the name, but it just I didn't enjoy the. And it's such a simple concept. And westerns are so in simple structurally, you know, based on how low tech they are, and aliens are high tech, but still, like you would think there's a way to kind of cleanly do that. And yet, I saw that movie. I don't remember a fucking thing. I don't. I remember one thing so about it, which is the real. Messy. I would, <laughs> yeah. it's just, it was long, and then all of a sudden, movies, like uh, Lone Ranger, yeah. and I thought, like, who the fuck could read this? Yeah. Who could read this? Yeah. Imagine reading it. Yeah, that one what and uh, knowing what was happening. If you can't even watch it visually and understand what's going on, let alone reading I, the script. One of my I, biggest pet peeves is watching an action movie or like uh, an action-driven movie. Anyway. Uh, and it feels like I, I don't know how else to describe it, but it feels like you're watching something through a wet dish rag. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's sort of flopping around out of yeah. the way, and you get little glimpses of it. Like yeah. a couple of the Bourne movies like that for me. I was like, I don't know yeah. what I'm seeing. Yeah. Man. Well, it's like Die Hard yeah, Five. It seems like, cool, but on? I don't know what's going on. Transformers. I was like, you're just trying to kill me yeah. with sound and, yeah. and and explosions. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking yeah. at, and I can't stand that. Yeah. It, I think it's lazy, but you've you've employed and spent millions of dollars and wasted millions of people's time. 
yeah. by trying to make well, this happen. And, and I think <clears throat> you can scale that down and still have just as much spectacle. I mean, mm. you look at like even Mission Impossible for what it's worth. It's like Tom Cruise gets so much mileage out of one stunt, you know, yeah. in each yeah. thing. And you can and, – and Batman does that a little too. We like share Chris a Nolan. real affinity yeah. for Tom, Tom Cruise. We high-fived yeah, over yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise yeah. at work the other day. Dude, <laughs> can we talk about Tom oh, – let's, yeah, let's, fucking... let's take a moment. We're going to take a pause out. Right. Let's do – we're going to do a third Tom one Cruise. in a month where it's just us Tom talking Cruise, about Tom Cruise. Let's just do a Tom Cruise podcast. We'll just, call it, your house. we'll just call it Absolutely. Tom Cruise. Like, our seriously, yeah, you yeah. have a studio in your house? I Let's do. just do a side do a Tom, Tom Cruise podcast. Because right. right. I, I love Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise forever. TC. I love Edge that. of Tomorrow. I would love it. Edge of Tomorrow's great. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow's wonderful. How about that new the Mission Impossible 5? He's on the side of the plane. Looks awesome. Yeah. Looks, Looks awesome. Let's do it. But uh, Tom Cast. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Awesome. Was so cool, man, and Dude. I love. I just love. We got to move on. I'm sure, and that's based off of a graphic novel. I heard yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but I just loved because it proved to me once again that Tom Cruise is not just this. Uh, you know, Predaporte yeah. action hero. What does he, that mean? Like he's not just like a ready to. He's not just like this readily available. He just can only do this one thing. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, born yeah. to yeah. be a action hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. It means ready to wear basically. Predaporte. Sure. Uh, he played such like hubris and humility in that movie. Yeah, you know, he came yeah, yeah, yeah. in sort of being sure, a sure, dickhead. Sure. He was like above oh, yeah. the sure, rules. Sure, sure. Then he gets fucking knocked down a, a bunch of pegs. Yeah. and has to. Sort of, I just loved well, watching even, him be kind of like squirmy uh, and like and slimy. I it was seen, great. And he did that even more in the original cut. I seen it before it was finished. Like when uh, some of the effects were still like blue. Uh-huh, things. Oh wow! And there was a good eight minutes prior in the beginning where he was an even bigger dick uh-huh, and flirty uh-huh. like asshole marketing guy. Uh-huh. So it was awesome. I love uh, it. So Tyler. Oh yeah, I'm like I'm gonna keep mine pretty quick. I think we're getting a little bit. Uh, way late here um, so I, mine was Batman but I, I, we can't all three of us can't no. do Batman but I well, would like we, we don't well, let's put an right, asterisk next to my selection I sort of think like it's nice that we did yeah and then you can talk about something else so yeah. check, I think it's check important the index it's important to understand that Batman's yeah. the best comic yeah, yeah, book yeah, movie yeah, of all yeah, time yeah. so officially it's the best if you if, if, asterisk beside this selection and if you check the index in the notes <laughs> it will actually say Batman was my choice but yes. because I feel like being contrary which I often do yeah uh, I would like to say I really, really love Darkman, and I, I know that a lot of people oh, don't really no. remember yeah, that yeah, movie yeah. with Liam Neeson. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it's one of the best ever, but it it was just one of those ones that hit me again at the right time when I was, you know, at the right age. Yeah, and uh, just really like kind of was one of those very um, all encompassing, enveloping sort of uh, super villain. It was like the first time I really felt like I was rooting for an antihero. I wasn't really familiar with that feeling at that age. Uh, you know, he's like a real, he's like kind of a like borderline despicable, uh, like murderous, barely contained villain, you know, but then it, you're, he's the, the titular character and you find yourself rooting for the, the bad guy. And I love that. And I like that movie. And I think the effects in that movie are horrible, which makes them even better. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I would say, uh, my, my butcher, uh, can I say Super Mario Brothers? That's not yes. a but yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say Spawn. Spawn was like oh, Spawn. 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 The the only enjoyable part of that was John Leguizamo, and that was only because it was almost impossible to watch him play that character. <laughs> but the movie itself was just he's like, that fat clown, I'll, right? Yeah. I'll yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. also say let me let me do a butcher thing sure. based on I'll say the new Ninja Turtles, which I've only seen bits yeah, I of. Done it, yeah. I, I won't do the whole thing, but I've seen enough. Yeah. And then and then. Um, Honestly, everything Michael Bay produces, mm. he has, he has, he, and Michael? I don't even I don't hate him as a director. Yeah. Like I think I he's got listening. I got his he's got his own thing, and I like mm-hmm. it. I actually mm-hmm. like him enough as a director. But when he produces, 
it's not a comic book, but to blow the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, I just think like you have no love of what you're doing. No, that was a mistake. And, a big one. And if you and, and Friday the Thirteenth, like these are easily I don't know. You could find people who love it and really do it well. I love yeah. those movies. Go to any horror convention and, and find a diehard fan, and they would probably do a better job. And and you can tell that he doesn't give a shit about about any of it. And it, I don't know. So there's no love there, and therefore I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm excited for that new Poltergeist remake though. I gotta say, uh, I, 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 to me, there's also no love there for that, and I think like All right, I, I see I, those posters, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, the Conjuring, film. whatever. I don't yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. Does it, whatever. I just think there's a real nostalgia factor for Poltergeist. For I me. do too. But there will never be tap another into it. But yeah, if yeah, you, yeah. And to me, it's like you blow it when you can't truly tap into it, or yeah. when it's like I'm trying to think of a lame. You know, I saw like the Evil Dead. And yeah. it's like was it chains? I don't know. But it you was just... still a pretty, a pretty effective. If it, if I, if it, the predecessor was not. I also think Evil Dead one of the most totally rela- overrated. Yeah, that's, of course. Yeah. Oh, dude, the third one, Army of Darkness. But the, that Evil Dead, it. the new one as a standalone, I thought overrated. was a really scary, a really yeah. scary movie. Um, okay, so that is our first topic. Yeah. Uh, we're here with Adam Brody. We're gonna take a little quick break, and we'll be back, and we're discussing favorite shoe and or sneaker. I believe um, Jack Nicholson movie. Oh, that's the same thing. Oh yeah. We had a run episode. Spoiler alert. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. I want to remind you of a great way you can help support the new show Wolf Pop at the same time, and that's through Amazon. You know Amazon. You love Amazon. And since you hopefully love picking favorites too, here's a way you can love both at the same time. The next time you want to shop at Amazon... Don't go to Amazon.com. That's for losers. Instead, go to wolfpop.com slash Amazon. That'll take you to the same Amazon you know and love with the same great prices. But we'll get a sweet, sweet kickback. So you don't have to pay an extra dime, but picking favorites gets credit from Amazon. And it really adds up and helps us keep the engineers happy and the microphones turned on. Thanks, Brett. So remember, go to wolfpop.com slash Amazon and bookmark that puppy too. So that's every time you need to buy batteries or a Kindle or a television or a cardigan or a last second present for your loved one's birthday, you use our special link and help us earn cash at the same time. Hooray. Anyway, so we're back, guys. Um, thank you for tuning in once again. And uh, we're here with Adam Brody, in case you didn't already know. And if you didn't know, you better ask somebody. Whoops. So, um, <laughs> Tyler uh, got our, a new iPad. I got he a new doesn't iPad know how to use it. And I can't stop touching it. It's like the first time I wiggled into my body and I realized Ooh. I could get a little boner. So, uh, we, uh, we have a favorite uh, amp up song, meaning like our favorite sort of song that you use in whatever capacity. Uh, to get you all riled up or all fired up, uh, Adam Brody. I think we're gonna let okay. you go first yeah, again. All right. Uh, uh, well, this particularly music changes a lot for me all the time. Same with favorite actors. Or, mm-hmm. You know, like I. Um, There's so many moving parts. You know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. But I think as you know, I was so so. I'm not a Metallica fan, and yet Seek and Destroy Ooh. is uh, like for some metal. Really, it's. The first two minutes are sweet. It's like the whole thing's cool, but it kind of it I gives you all the power in the first couple minutes. I sort of blow my wad, and by I can't really hang with it for six and a half minutes. I right. get a little bored. They're but long the first, songs, like, and I yeah. like a long song. Which but album then it's got to be about a um, 
The one with the hammer and blood, uh, but uh, maybe from the bell tolls? No, no. Oh, he's got uh, which album is that off of Rass? Uh, I don't know. Seek and destroy. Uh, it's kill not. It's it's kill them all. Yes, go kill them all. That's yes, right. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Um, and again, not a huge Metallica fan. And I also I love a long song. I prefer a long song, but I need the power to build and like. You, know, you, you got to maintain. You can't start with all. You and can't it, front and, load the good does, shit. And it doesn't totally, which is why it's the the whole opening three minute, you know, yeah. first half is so rad. All right, I think I got a couple. Let's see. Uh... Yeah. Oh, but we can only do fifteen seconds. Oh, uh, yeah. Really, we're not going to get into any of the good stuff. <laughs> it's all these changes, and yeah. you know, this is this is cool. This is a. There's literally forty seconds of that riff. Yeah, I mean, it's like it opens on a. Yeah. It's like I want to drive in a semi truck across country in like an old ladies movie. Yeah, I remember this track. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, good. it's yeah. a goodie. It's a goodie. It's uh, it's it's older shit, which is it, those long songs were like, um, with Metallica. It, they they did they I think they learned a lot along the way on how to make those long songs. A little more tolerable, like in the old days, like right, Garage right, right, Days right. and Kill 'Em All. Right. They just they kind of like went on. Yeah, and on. again, which I appreciate. I want, yeah, I want big changes in music. I don't really, I don't need like the hook. Right? I don't, you know, and, and and also he sounds like he's not ground. I mean, I like a deep voice too, but yeah. he's got like a high punky voice in this or some. I like that. Um, so that's you know, and then and then for, on a lighter note, let me just give one more sure. that I, I I go to more often. Yeah. That was like I had a moment with that about a year ago where <laughs> oh, I did a lot. Okay, um, but um, life during wartime, talking heads. that starts big and stays there. But that yeah. song is amazing, and I can jam with it the whole way. That's it's a good not thing. a power, you know what I mean? It's no, not. No, it doesn't need but, to be. But it's it's but whatever it, it does yeah, to yeah, you yeah. on the inside. If it gets you all tingly and fired up, it yeah, doesn't, doesn't need to be. I mean, that could be you know that could be. Yanni, if that's what yeah, that is if, for you. If a Yanni be, uh, song amps you up, you oh, know? Right, I mean, there's right. a, pretty much every Kenny Loggins song. Yeah, Robbie Shankar, amps you know? Me up, it can you know? just get yeah. you going. Yeah. 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 Huey Lewis amps me up. But they're all, Lightfoot, you know, yeah. pop, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Gordon yeah. Lightfoot. John, John Denver. Gordon Lightfoot, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Such a. That that's John my Denver's amps full up. of shit, man. Tyler, you Yeah, so I have a couple, but definitely one that is like will forever be one of my Rylaps and one of my favorite bands of all time, ACDC, for those about to rock. That song, just like. For whatever, whatever he is asking me to do, any call to arms in that <laughs> song, I'm there. Like it, it's, I am fully standing at attention, and I just want to. I just, I want to like rip paintings off the wall. I want to like fucking smash headlights in cars. I want to rock. I just any song that makes me want to end up in jail. Yeah. By the time it's over, that's a rile up song for me. And uh, yeah, I really, really. Uh, one of the best concerts I ever went to, I camped out in 94. It's the only concert I ever camped out for, for the Ball Breaker Tour. Okay. And I went to it, and I camped out, and uh, we were in like the fourth row, no, 14th row, I'm sorry, on the floor, and I've never, like, I've just never been more electrified in my life. And when they played that song, they actually brought out cannons, and every time he says, fire, they were like, (laughs) 
we salute you. They are. It just blew my mind. They're so good live. My friend and I, uh, one of my best friends, Paul, um, for the Stiff Upper Lip Tour back in like 2000 or 2001 or whatever, they played twice in Michigan. They played in, uh, I want to say they played Detroit, and then they played Grand Rapids. Sure. And uh, the night before those tickets went on sale, um, I stayed the night at my buddy Paul's house, and we rode his motorcycle to get the tickets early in the morning to get like as close tickets as we could. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I distinctly remember me forgetting I'm allergic to cats and <laughs> Paul's parents having cats and waking up with my face just be like like so swollen to where. But that's was, rock and roll. But it was man. rock and roll. That's for ACDC and they put on such a good show. Oh, yeah. I, I, one little caveat or one little, little tangent about the story was when we camped out for these tickets, I was like 16 and my, my buddy Chad, um, uh, kind of, I mean, it was. I guess stole is the word stole his parents' van. <laughs> and we drove downtown Vancouver, which at the time for me was like big, bad Vancouver. That was yeah. like the big city uh, coming from Maple Ridge. And uh, we camped out and we were first in line and we got there and they came out and they said, we announced on the radio that there was no, it's going to be a lottery for whoever oh, is here. Sucks. It doesn't matter who got here first to camp down. We were like, fuck. Yeah. And then we pulled the first number anyway. That's awesome. Yeah. We got, we got number one out of the lottery <laughs> anyway. And we were just like, suck it. So that was a really, yeah. that was a fun time in my life. But anyway, so that is my Good standby, but the one also that kind of I just played it for my daughter today actually because she was like, Daddy, I want to hear something really, um, really uh, rock and roll, not so mellow. Uh, because she thinks everything I listen to is really, really <laughs> mellow, which is not very true, but she doesn't know, she doesn't have the vocab to describe the depths of my <laughs> musical taste yet. But she, uh, she, she wanted something rock and roll. I was like, You want some rock and roll? I'll give you some rock and roll. And I put on Knights of Sidonia by Muse. Ooh, and that song for yeah. me is one of the indisputable modern like rock anthem classics. Like it was as soon as I heard it, I was like, that's going in the fucking vault, man. That is a classic <laughs> rock and roll anthem. And I've seen Muse live three times. I don't want to talk about what's happened to them as of late because I'm very disappointed. But th there was a point there where Muse, I think, was one of the best rock uh -huh, trios uh -huh, that there uh -huh. has ever been. Yeah. And that song was like, in my estimation – was the height of what they could accomplish uh -huh. as a band. And they just, yeah, listen, they just, they clobber it. And live, yeah. this song just makes you shit your pants or piss your pants or jizz your pants or whatever you're going to do in your pants. It's, you're doing it. That's the video, too, where it's like the Wild West video, right, with the lasers? I've never seen the video. Oh, I think it is. I've I just hear seen both those things you're describing. Yeah, Wild West and lasers. It's the one where it's like, no one's gonna take me yeah. alive. It's very, it's like him also, for the first time, maybe making actual <clears throat> sort of political sense in his song. Cause he's got, he's a, he's a, he's an open conspiracy theorist. He's very sort of, um, you know, down with the man, anti-politic. And he, uh, he never really made that much sense before. And then that song kind of came together and it was like, oh, I get it. You just don't, you're like a, you're just fighting for your rights, man. You just want to, you don't want anybody telling you what to do. Yeah. And it may, all made sense and it was clear. And I, and I love that song. And I saw the last time I saw them play that was in Vegas uh, with my wife and uh, my, my two roommates and my buddy at the time. And we all ended up uh, partaking in some uh, fairly hard drugs <laughs> and, and just got nuts. I need and to see Muse. I've, I've heard so much good <clears throat> things about Muse live. There, the first time, Carrie, my wife Carrie, we, uh, I was into them for a while. They had an album called Origin of Symmetry that came out before um, uh, Absolution, which nobody really knows. And it was, it's an amazing album. And they played uh, Coachella, the one where I <laughs> – you and the OC yeah. gang showed up and it was like, yeah, the Red Seas parted. It was like, 
Adam, Adam Brody's here. Uh, and, and, uh, and Misha, oh, Misha Barton, you know, everyone was like, oh, huh. and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I remember being like, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> but we, uh, we, uh, there was, you know, they have the big stages, right? And then yeah. they have the, 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 the side stages and somehow Muse had managed to get themselves on the main stage, but nobody really knew who they were. And a lot of people were in the tents and there was all this stuff. And my wife was kind of like, why do you keep talking about this band Muse and why do you, why I always had them on in the car. She didn't really like them. And then they came on the stage, just the three of them yeah. and started playing so ear piercingly loud yeah. and everything was so clear, but like perfectly rock distorted. And the whole festival just kind of like, everyone was like, Ugh? and yeah. just started like, uh-huh. like instinctively migrating over to this stage. And, uh, and it was like a, an absolutely mesmerizing, amazing, like rock and roll performance. And by the time we finished, like not only my wife, which I was very happy because I was tired of having to defend their merits. The, that whole crowd was like went and bought their album right then and there. I guarantee yeah. they went to the merch table. And everyone was like, oh, they're amazing. Like it was it was really it was something to see, uh, which is all the more reason why <clears throat> I'm so disappointed lately with what they've been doing with their music, but mm. I still have faith. Yeah. If you can get three great rock albums under your belt, <clears throat> I'll give you three bad ones. Yeah. And then you got to come back. Come back. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my, my second go-to would be Andrew WK's It's Time to Party. Ah! It's <laughs> literally, it's a minute. Let's get a party going. Yeah. But it's, yeah. <laughs> that's that Party Hard. Oh, that's that's, that's a good one, one, too. That's a good one. When it's time to party, we will party hard. I'm going to put that one on real quick. Because that one's a good one. Um, I love Andrew WK so much. He's great. Uh, let's see here. Party hard. I'll play a little he did, bit He literally that. like just like kind of combs the country now yeah. as like a like a party advisor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the guitar progression with the... Uh, <laughs> it takes a while to get there, it's though. so good. Like, I'm going to lean down. His concerts are literally just like bouncing up and down for an hour and a half. I love it because it's like it's like pop arena rock. Yes. <laughs> you know, that kind of making a resurgence. There we are, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like you can't be in a bad mood. Listen to this. Um, all right, all right. So that's, that's, my, a, good, that's, that's a good honorable. Mention, I don't know yeah. much of his music, but I, I uh Yeah, I really only know that. I, I do <clears> give <throat> his Style credit. Yeah, I, I, I love like a um, white T-shirt. My hair is always wet. Yeah, and then like I have one, I have one cover of an album with like a blo- like a broken yes. nose, which is yeah. amazing. Just blood pouring down my nose yeah. on my shirt. That's an amazing shot. He's There's so much like urban legend he, about that cover yeah. too. Yeah, he's literally like Andrew WK is dressed like a cheesecake factory worker got in a fight, yeah. like, like yeah. and, and rolled around in the dirt. He's like a cheesecake factory like cool bus boy who got in a fight. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah it's a great look. Um, and then my my main go to is this song. Uh, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait till see if you guys know it. Um, I'll play a little bit of the intro just because it's one of my, arguably one of my favorite bands. And this album uh, is the such other a mic. Yeah, I could do that, or I could just do this. Yeah, <laughs> you can just continue doing the nonsensical thing you're doing right now. Oh yeah, Green Day. A little Green yeah. Day. A little Green Day. <laughs> you know, the funny about Green Day is like, I put the radio on the other day on K Rock and. I think there was like seven Green Day songs in the Crazy. span of like yeah. a like a t- thirty minute drive because they're awesome. I kept on saying my daughter, "Oh, this is Green Day again." Yeah. And she was like, "I like Green Day," and it made me feel like I was like, uh, I was still relevant somehow. Yeah. Like yeah, what, yeah, yeah. my taste, I was like, "Right, this is still cool." They yeah. still play this. Green and, Day, "Welcome to Paradise" has got to be uh, my you know 
that, that's my my main up amp up song. Just was that it right just, there? Was yeah, that yeah, Green Day, yeah. Welcome to Paradise. I saw them when I was in eighth grade, and it was so there was so much harder rocking than I expected, and it kind of got like the mosh pit got so big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far back as I can remember, there were like. Pre Dookie fans that oh, were yeah. like, fuck, sell yeah. out Green Day. Yeah. Well, dude, and then it was like Kerplunk and Thousand yeah, and One Slappy yeah, Hours yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, those albums suck. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. They're not very good. Um, Dookie is great. And then Rancid. Oh, Rancid. Uh, Rancid. Oh, dude. I love Rancid <laughs> yeah. so much. Dude. I'm not a Rancid fan. Uh, Rancid's could, cool. Or uh, I haven't listened to them in 20 years. Oh, shit. But I so still fun, think still, like, it's cool. They're so fun. And I mean, it's just don't bore us, get to the chorus, punk rock, like catchy. I got one more. You yeah. If bounce. I can do one more. Yeah, yeah. One more, we'll take Let, a quick break. Wait, then right, let me then. do the, oh, you the new, well, if we're still, if we're throwing down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ty Siegel al- yes. album, do you guys listen to that? Which manipulator? one? Ty Siegel, anyone? No. Oh, no. you guys are missing out. The whole thing rocks hard. Anyway. Ty, Ty Siegel, Siegel manipulator. Yeah. I like the name. I've never yeah. even heard of that yeah. artist, I'll though. check like him out. Play, play, play Feel. Feel? That's the one I like to jog to. Is it Ty? Jimmy jogging. Yeah. Ty Seagal? Yeah. Maybe, and you might even say it's Seagal. Seagal. Okay, it's you feel. probably say it's a goal, but that's that's feel. that one's my jam. No, and that no, one, no. Bill, that one's rock. But like, it's like four <laughs> minutes in, you're at the guitar solo, and I'm like, ah, I can dig that. It's I called like that. Feel. Yeah. What album is it off of? Lemons. Manipulator. Manipulator. Hold on, I'm scrolling. You just down. said that, Raz. God. I know. Well, I'm looking because I don't see it yet. Unless there's the, a different Ty Seagal. Nah, it's the ma- it's really his main. It's like his new album, new ish. Case is so cool. I don't see it doesn't actually. That's exist. not true. Well, I mean, is it like a certain kind Maybe of I'm internet? Wrong. I'm on Spotify, unless it's not on Spotify. <laughs> well, I mean, if you've got Spotify, other Spotify, can be nice. a little spotty. Oh, here we go. Manipulator. It just must not have been on there. Okay, feel. Here we go. This whole album is amazing. I wanted to give this me the This whole album feel. is amazing. It's also like, what I like a lot of it is like... I'm just going to fucking buy it right now. You should you, buy it. Yeah. You should buy it. He's got a sweet high voice, too. Ty Seagal? Yeah. So let him sing for a minute. Then yeah. we can, well, I don't know. How long we have until we get sued? No, we're, so you, this is all for the for teaching. 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 Yeah. It's yeah. educational purposes. It's an educational song. This is your jogging song? Yeah. I could see that. This almost like see like it? you put me in a car on the PCH yeah, at night, yeah. and this is like a drive yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. And it builds. There's also an amazing drum breakdown in it later, where like the music cuts out, and it's a drum like it's not really drum solo because it's not that impressive playing. It's more like a drum circle breaks out, and there's like rim shots and bongos I think and like the drumming's basic but it's so jangly and it just really I like that. Yeah, I works. bought it just just Good. based on the strength of your you're, you're, really gonna, like you're gonna like that album um, I, really like I, I had one last honorable mention yeah um which is kind of a, an obscure one as well, but I love Living Color from the sure, 80s. absolutely. And uh, and 90s, I guess. But cult, they have of, the, uh, cult of yeah, uh, personality? But they have a, 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 a little-known song called Love Rears Its Ugly Head. Sure. And that's uh, that jam. That's my karaoke uh, panty dropper. Okay. Uh, if I want to drop the panties, yeah. I sing that song. I and like And then it. the panties just drop with a, with a little gush on the ground. And uh, that's my jam. That's the cool. one that, yeah. Awesome. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right and back with color, our wow. uh, favorite Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson movie. All righty. Do you love games? I mean, do you love games? Well, Rich Summer does, and he's bringing his passion for board games to cardboard with Rich Summer on Wolf Pop. We're not talking about the stuff of your grandparents' rec room. 
Things have changed a lot since people were gathering around playing shoots and ladders. Whether you're a serious player or a newbie, give a warm welcome to your personal board game evangelist. Every episode, Rich will discuss the board games he loves, introduce friends to new ones, and take on games that went way wrong. Cardboard with Rich Summer, Thursdays on Wolf Pop. Tune it up, tune it in. Alrighty, and we're back. Uh, guest Adam Brody, uh, Tyler Labine's back. Um, yeah, so uh, this is our last category. We're gonna we're gonna pound through this for everybody. Uh, this is a fun category. This will probably get tangential because this is one of the arguably best actors of all time. Yeah, or at least of this later generation. Uh, favorite Jack Nicholson movie, Adam? What's your favorite Jack Nicholson movie? Let me yeah. just pause it really quick. Please. Adam and I were saying the other day, just just to touch on what you're saying about sure. one of the best actors. We both recognize that there is a thing when someone is just watchable, like just infinitely watchable. The, yeah. and, and Jack Nicholson is, was not certainly not a, a chameleon or didn't like – not to say that he didn't turn in great performances, but yeah. he was just like one of those yeah. guys that you could just watch do anything. You could watch him, you know – do the most mundane thing. So you would find some fun interesting to way look to at do it. Just yeah. talk and yeah. hear yell. Yeah, yeah. You, you can watch him yell and his eye, just his eye acting alone, yeah. like in Batman, his eye acting. Oh, man. Was like, when he pre Joker, his eye acting is just amazing. Oh, he's so great um, in that. He's my hairline icon. Yeah. Too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Man. We should all, we should all be so lucky. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Adam, you, you, you nailed this well, one. Shot. Well, again, Favorites are hard because I that yes. changes all the time. I just saw a week this week for the first time. Carnal Knowledge. It's amazing. Okay, it's so good. He's so funny in it. He's. Have you guys seen this? No. It's it's the movie. I think he might have done a movie between this and Graduate, but Mike Nichols did it like a couple years after oh, with okay. Art Garfunkel. It's. It's incredible. It's like, first of all, it's nice. It's it's very written. It's very much. I think it might have been a play. So seeing Nicholson do, I could talk about. I could talk about yeah, a lot yeah. of shit. But um, <clears throat> seeing him do that kind of like do big, big, big scenes that are very written. That are, you know, um, is wonderful. He's also playing like both figuratively and occasionally literally impotent. It's about, you know, these two men and they're they're all their big designs for women and what they want in a women and, and and they're actually so inept at it. And um and it also spans like ten or eh, ten or fifteen years. Um it's it's hysterical. <laughs> it's amazing. Um but so that changed I currently at this moment that's my favorite. Yeah. But I, I sort of take the category to mean best. And I take best to mean <laughs> Not that it's the best movie necessarily, but the best Jack Nicholson yeah. showcase yeah. in there. Because then I go, gosh, Chinatown's a perfect movie. But for Ultimate Jack, I think The Shining you have to go with. And I'm, I'm probably the most bored of that one because I've seen it the most. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's perfect. It's flawless. But it's, it's obviously very famous. And I don't need to revisit it anytime soon. And yet I think you see him go from zero to 60 in it. Yeah. Um, it's – you know, arguably the best director of all time. Again, one of his, you know, I, I can't, I wouldn't say it's his best movie, but I think it's, it's hard to argue it's not equal to, you know, it's one of his top five, th top three. Yeah. And it's also at a time, 1980, it's like the filmmaking is so modern. You could do it shot for shot today. There's nothing, there's nothing that's aged a day about yeah. it to me. Um, it did not date itself. No, it's and it's you very, know, yeah. and I love the I love Chinatown. But when you think about the quotes of that movie, they're all you know you you're actually thinking about um, um, other people's lines in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. not not his. And um, um, 
you know, he's, he's, you can, I can watch him all day. He's amazing in everything, but I think you want to see him go. I need to revisit Cuckoo's Nest. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. But, um, I think, you know, if you had like the, you know, if you wanted the ultimate Jack, then you need to see him step on the gas somewhere as much as I yeah, love him yeah, seeing, yeah, yeah. You seeing see him, him subvert himself too. And, 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 um, but yeah, I mean, that's him firing want, on all cylinders. You want to see totally throttle it and have that like wispy hair get all just a little <laughs> yes, out of place, yeah. out of control and have him very calmly and casually just swipe it back yeah, yeah, into yeah. perfect placement. Um, <clears> it's <throat> so I'm going to go with that, but just couple honorable mentions of MA. Random, just ones yes. that I've well, seen more recently. Well, we can't say recently. no now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Car- Carnal Knowledge yeah. revisited five easy pieces recently. Uh, okay. He Great gets movie. so sensitive in the end. It's uh, weird yeah. to see him like that. Yeah. And um, a movie I think I saw 20 years ago and didn't think anything of it, but I just saw again uh, with my eyes open is uh, The Crossing Guard. Oh, okay. More than yeah. him. Him and David Sean Morris, Penn, man. Sean Penn, man. Yeah, and Fuck. David Morris. David Morris Sean is Penn, like, I don't really care about Into the Wild. Like I thought that was kind of a misdirect, quite honestly. And I was like, this dude wrote like William Goldman's scenes. These yeah. are scenes. This isn't just like finding it or like it's not full of testosterone. These are really the script. I'm so he gave like Jack Nicholson meaty, well written yeah, yeah, yeah. scenes. Yeah. And I love a. I'm a fan of the written word, and I actually really I like a naturalistic movie. I also really enjoy when I'm watching a scene and I can picture it on the page, right? Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I can appreciate the writing uh, craftsmanship as well. Anyways, yeah. But The Shining, I can dig that too. When the writing is is very deliberate, and you want it to be sort of represented in the performance, not not in a stilted way, but in a very sort of I'm respecting yeah. what yeah. the words are. I mean, you know, as the Coen Brothers, I love, and they're very written, obviously, yeah. and I, yeah. I love that about yeah. them. Yeah. Like you know, and then there's guys like Dave Mamet who take it way too far and give the actor no. No freedom and no credit. And I, I mean, I, obviously, I love some Dave Mamet movies oh, and that. plays. Listen, but uh, his his sort of respect for the acting craft is there's nil, even so. a there's even a you know I do I love Whit Stillman and I'm in some Whit Stillman stuff and I actually feel like it's the easiest to do be, for me because I'm like oh it's just I'm just kind of figuring out how to say the, the yeah. it's the words and and. But you know it's it's maybe not as fun for an actor, but I I do love the final product and. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Wes Anderson more now, you know, there's less room to kind of, it seems like, yeah. it seems like your beats are kind of in there. Yeah. He definitely, the, back from like Bottle Rocket or, you know, Rushmore, yeah. there was a lot, a lot yeah. more freedom yeah. and play, like uh, um, playfulness. Uh, but yeah, like the, one of my favorite, because I, I, like I said, I love Mammoth, but the, uh, his book, True or False, he has this quote in there where he says, an actor trying to steer the plot of a, of a movie is as useless as an airline pilot flapping his arms when he flies his plane. Right. And that just sort of says to me, like, well, yeah, then yeah. you don't fucking care at yeah, all about yeah, what yeah. the actor is doing. Just say your words the way you want them yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he calls actors of the uh, vapid vessels. I mean, <laughs> which is so well. weird which because, be true, but, well, <laughs> I, I think it's, yeah, but... Why are you fucking playwright then? Write a book. Like, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, as I an actor, like, I don't hate or disrespect any other profession yeah. that's on the yeah. set. I mean, I sort yeah. of have respect. I, I appreciate it all. I mean, and I, a, I guess you could yeah. argue that the ego of the actor and the director are probably the biggest, biggest and therefore. Ones, yeah. And need to be if treated gonna chafe the most at anything, delicately. It would be them, but. I think he, in that book. He also says some really, really great things about acting and, and how brave it is and what you need to be willing to do to be an actor. Uh, but he just says crazy shit like that, too, where you just it just makes you want to <laughs> deck him in the face. Uh, but obviously a, a really fantastic playwright. Um, 
Uh, Tyler. Yes. Favorite oh, Jack, 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 favorite Jack Nicholson movie. I have two, and they might not be what you think, but I, I, I'm glad that Adam sort of teed it up for me. It's not. I think when you're talking about Nicholson movies, it, it can't. It can't in a form like this be what everyone knows is in order to be the best movie that yeah, he's in. I want favorite. my favorite Jack yeah. Nicholson showcase. And I think for me, Witches of Eastwick is easily Ooh, one of man, those. I've never so seen it. it. I've never oh, seen it. Oh, he's so good. I mean, come on. It's Jack I mean, Nicholson playing hot Michelle Satan. Pfeiffer. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's just like, he's so smooth and suave and you're yeah. like, but he's so fucking gross and he's so yeah. greasy. And, and like, hot Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, uh, hot Michelle. Well, she, all of them. She's always Sarandon, Cher, Pfeiffer. They're all hot. And all he wants to do is just get, you know, physical with all of them. And he does. And like, it's just, and then you get to see him go because we get that suave, cool Jack Nicholson that we all kind of wish we could be. And then he throttles it and goes yeah, in. Yeah, when, they, yeah. when they finally yeah. fuck him over, yeah. and they sort—I don't want to spoiler alert if you haven't seen it—but they finally yeah. get one over on 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 the devil. And it's just like it's amazing watching him channel what the de- like the devil doesn't get fucked over very often. Yeah. I imagine Jack Nicholson doesn't very often yeah. either. <laughs> so, but yeah, the, yeah. the the metamorphosis he yeah. goes through to sort of play that. Like he's just in shock that somebody yeah. figured him out, and how, and it's like, but it's also mixed in with all this physical anguish and pain, yeah. and like his egos in the way. It's just a great, it's a great showcase for him. And then honestly, one of the weird ones for me that I just love, it's like it's so quotable, is uh, as good as it gets. Yeah, you know his line about like where would you learn to speak English in some Panama hump hump <laughs> want a hump hump bar? <laughs> Take go go yeah. sell your crazy somewhere else. We're That's all stocked so good. up here. That's yeah. Or uh, how do you write for women? And he's like, well, it's easy. I take away all reason and logic. He's just there's just so many great, so good. You make yeah. me want. And then they're even <clears throat> like, like so. I know I can yeah. do better than that. When he tries to kiss her at the end, and it's it's like the crescendo, and they play it like it's a crescendo, but you can see in his face and her face that it was not a very satisfying sort of big moment for them to yeah. kiss. And then he just right when you're thinking like, come on, man, yeah, you can do better than that. He has that line, which I love. And just the way he delivers it, that I know I can do better. And he grabs her and it's like this great, you know, and who really thought you would want to watch those two make yeah. out in that yeah. movie the whole time. You're like, no. And then they do. And you're like, yes, I got to revisit. I haven't seen that. Like, it's a good since movie. Then. That's a good movie. I, I, I would love to see I that think again. people who speak in metaphors should shampoo my crotch. That's <laughs> another one. It's such is. a good movie. Like, I would have to say, I mean, by default, Batman, because that's sure, arguably sure. my top three movies of all time. Um, but favorite Jack Nicholson, The Shining. I, can't, I don't like The Shining only because I can't stand Shelley Duvall. Oh, oh I love her. She, you know, love she's so she, she's she such, literally, like, She's uh, so great. Like brain damage. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, movie, like she's such she's so good in that role. It's just like, yeah. ugh. Like, why would you yeah. be married to her in that movie? Yeah. Like, you're a successful writer. Like, she's annoying. Well, and they so, fucked her over yeah. during the filming of that movie, too. I bet. Um, I, you know, there's a behind the scenes on that, and it's so cool. Well, a couple things. One quote of him I really like that he said he was like, Jack Nicholson was like, I was, I was, you know, to Stanley, I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be so real. I'm gonna be so I'm gonna be realer than real, realer than I've ever been. And Stanley said, Yeah, but is it interesting? Yeah, yeah, which yeah, I thought yeah. was cool. Oh, and oh, then there's good. another just a clip of, you know, when he's like banging on the freezer door, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, in the shots below him. It's like him in the background getting ready, like on B-roll, like they're about to roll and he's just walking around just like, you know, like kind of twitching, like, ah, like getting ready to do. I don't know. That's amazing. awesome. I love that shit. Um, yeah. So I would say uh, 
Chinatown's really good. Great. But I would say if we're going to do that, like quotables, I would say as good as it gets just because, A, I love those rom-com types of movies. I, I'm a sucker for them. And he he plays – he can get angry and then he, he can switch on and off so fast and be likable in both ways. Well, playing the mental uh, illness element of it too with him is just so enjoyable yeah. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's our show today, guys. Uh, Adam, uh, what do you got? If you, if you I mean, we're going to have all your info on – we got a fan page that uh, we have a girl put together. Shannon puts it together really awesome. Shannon uh, Fox. But um, – if you have anything that you want to plug right now, audio, oh, audibly or untitled or uh, like that, or? Tyler Labine Adam Brody show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Chris. That's what we're calling it, right? My character's name is Chris. So obviously we're going to yeah. call it It's Chris. Cool. Uh, no, and uh, we, it was really a pleasure having yeah, you on. Yeah, thank you so I'm much. I'm glad you came. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it was fun. Stay tuned for our Tom Cruise podcast, Cruise Control. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, the three I'm, of us. We're going to do, do Cruise Control. Cruise, I'm cruise Control. I'm into it. I like it. Seriously. We're having a three way high five right now. You can listen to everybody. Three way high five right now. Oh, that was oh, so that was, weak. That was so weak. In case you ever want to. Yeah, you try a three-way high five. Right, right, across the table. Right, like this. Ready? Everyone listen. One, I two, can't three. Reach. There, there we go. There we go. That was, that, that, was, that was, you know. That was a six, six hands. Hand. I had to do math. I had to do math. It's hard to get any clean contact with three hands. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. They each Where's the surface? Two edges. Yeah, there's no surface. Technically, well, one, two, three. There's actually three high fives. Six hands, three high fives. Six hands, three high fiver, yeah. All right. It's a high 30. All right, All right, thank thanks, you, everybody. everybody. See you next week. Pop. Pop? Pop. Pop. Wolf Pop is part of Midroll Media, executive produced by Adam Sachs, Matt Gorley, and Paul Shear.